0: Hello and welcome to Everything Kansas City. Everything you need to know about the 816 and 913. I'm Amy. I'm Elisa. And we are so glad you're here to join us. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, Everything Kansas City, or uh, check us out on Twitter, Everything KCKC. So
1: how are you? I'm good. Yay! I've, rec- I've recovered from my girls trip. Yes, where'd you go? We went to, this is a funny story, we went to Omaha to see Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, even though they were here yesterday. <laughs> oh, boop. No, I only did that because when we first got the tickets, they weren't coming here. Oh. And then, they. this is the funniest part, they were sold out in Omaha. We had to go third-party tickets. Woo. We, more than double what we should at face value We that we paid for these tickets. And then the funniest thing is like on Thursday, I get an email from Sprint Saying, "Hey, we're going to offer you twenty-three dollars tickets oh. at here," and we're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "I bet there was a lot of people traveling
0: from Kansas City to Omaha." I've never I'm been sure to you Omaha. The only one, yeah. How, how my was first it? Time.
1: It was nice. I didn't realize it was that big. Right, I've never been. Oh, I, I feel like I want to go because I was there for less than twenty-four hours. Right. I literally went the Friday night and came back Saturday. We left at six a.m. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. I may have still been
0: drunk. I don't know. How long a trip is that?
1: Uh, three hours that's not bad no
0: yeah and good. the zoo's supposed to be amazing
1: you know i really yeah. want to see part of the city this downtown was awesome they had um the little bike guys that were you could carry maybe two people yeah what are those called uh pedicabs. yeah the pedicabs are all over the place yes
0: yeah it was just cute downtown maybe we could go there for spring break next year oh we should yes that sounds good that sounds good all right so um we are going episode eight is dedicated it's going to be a four-part series and we're going to do one a month during football see- season. And it is the history of the Chiefs. Yay! Who are currently 2-0. And we are taping this about two hours before their third game versus the Chargers. Yes. So, uh, definitely Kansas City is in hyped up Chiefs mode right now, which is fun. And oh, it's yeah. very interesting. We're just going to talk about the history of the Chiefs. Um, so, Lamar Hunt, who is the was the original owner of the Chiefs, began thinking about a second professional football league in 1958. At that point in time, the National Football League was the only professional football league. There were other football leagues, but not as big as the NFL. So, big time. And the NFL began in 1920. So, Mr. Hunt gathered other interested potential owners in... um, august of 1962 i believe the american football league was born with six charter memberships dallas new york houston denver los angeles and minneapolis no okay. kansas city okay but we'll get to that uh buffalo oakland and new england also joined that year and the team uh Tons team was located in dallas as well as the headquarters for the american football league okay so um Hunt's desired head coach was legend, legendary Dallas Cowboys, eventually Dallas Cowboys coach Tom Landry, but he settled on a relatively unknown assistant coach from the University of Miami, Hank Stram. And he said, one of the reason- biggest reasons I hired Hank was that he really wanted the job. And it turned out very fortuitous because Hank Stram was a very successful coach. So very good, very good. Uh, the inaugural season was played at the Cotton Bowl, which is in downtown, it's where the State Fair is in Dallas. Uh, with ticket prices ranging from ninety cents to the high dollar reserve seats of four dollars.
1: Good old days. <laughs>
0: Those are the good old days. Although one of uh, the guy who does my hair was like, I got season tickets this year. I'm like, Oh my god, really? What? And there's like a twenty two dollar um, and I don't know whether it's SRO, but you can get in the game for twenty two dollars. You had to buy all ten tickets, the two preseason and the eight home games. So I with was SOR. Like, SRO, standing room only okay so he's like we're in you know nosebleed but we're in the stadium like that's awesome i mean you know our our tickets were much more than that yeah we were okay good seats yes exactly um the tech in the in the inaugural season of the afl the texans had the largest attendance average in the league in the league and this is very cute they had a promotion the at that point in time the nfl played on friday nights and so what the uh texans did is they offered people that showed a ticket stub from a high school football game on friday night free entrance into the texans game really
1: <laughs> wow really begging for some yeah some panzer. yes
0: yes so that's very fun um it was, it was pretty well established after the first couple of years that dallas was not going to be able to host be home to two different ah. professional football teams so Mr. Hunt began looking for a home. He wanted something, someplace that was close to Dallas because that was his hometown. And the Texans moved to Kansas City in 1963. Hunt had conducted negotiations with Mayor R. Rachel, R., R. Ah, H. R. H. <laughs> R. <laughs> you can do it one more time. Mayor Bartle. Mayor oh. Ro R. Bartle. I didn't know he was mayor. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, so we got our Bartle, Bartle Hall. Right. Got up, lots of Bartle stuff. And they conducted the negotiations in secret. Hunt asked the mayor to guarantee him 35000 in season ticket sales. And thus began the Gold, Quarter, or Gold Coat Organization, which is now the Red Coaters, whose sole objective was to sell and take down payments on the $35,000 se- season oh. tickets. And they did it within eight weeks, even though Mr. Hunt had given them three months. So wow. they went and did it enthusiasm was high kansas city wants to you know get on the map Mm -hmm. um a contest was held to name the nuke kansas city team and the chiefs won uh it was also a nod to mayor bartle as chief was his nickname so it's kind of common
1: not really named after after indian chiefs
0: uh no it's named after indian chiefs but like the lore is that it was also a nod to the mayor at the time Oh, okay
1: but no i mean the Yes. Because I heard that it wasn't, and I was like, what is that story? I know there's going to no, be a story, and there it is. it was. Is. It was. Okay. It was. Um, the Chiefs were mediocre, mediocre. Mediocre.
0: It's very hard for me to read today. The <laughs> Chiefs were mediocre in their first years in Kansas City, but had some big names on their roster, including Bobby Bell, Fred Arbanis, and Ed Butt. And it's so funny because it's like you'll see, you'll see people's names when I'm doing the research on this. Like fred Arbanus was a jackson county legislature for years and years i did i knew he was a former chiefs player but he's also in the nfl hall of fame wow. i mean you know he's big time and then johnny Rowland, and i can't remember who the other one was but it's just like all these names like johnny she-
1: Rowland, the yes really
0: yes former chiefs player i did not know that of course not yes but i think he's in the ring of honor next time you are out there take a look i think his name is up there really so we'll get into all that okay. in a little but like in a later episode Okay, so um, in 1966, the Chiefs became champions of the AFL Western Conference and propelled them to the first-ever AFL-NFL World Championship game. So the winner from the AFL and the winner from the NFL met, and that game is now known as the Super Bowl. Uh, so that was great. Did they call it Super Bowl I then? They did not call That was not Super Bowl Okay. Okay, so that was the... The AFL NFL World Championship game, and okay. we lost it to the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Okay. So interest in the team skyrocketed following the team's appearance in that championship game, forcing an increase in seating capacity at Municipal Stadium from 40,000 to 47,000. In June, Jackson County voters approved a $43 million bond issue for construction of a sports complex to be completed by 1972. Eastern Jackson County was chosen as the site of the Chiefs and Royals' new stadiums. And groundbreaking ceremonies took place in July with plans calling for a unique rolling roof design, which got scrapped. But we, when we come to part three or four of this, we will get back to the rolling roof, which was again in front of the voters in 2005. Oh. So, um, so that is the Chiefs history that we're going to cover today. I didn't want to go too much. We're, then we'll go into when they merged with the NFL, their, their play during the 70s and 80s. And then in the nineties when they redid the bonds, redid the stadiums, and then again in the aughts when they did another bond and redid the stadiums, and then we'll talk about their history and their success. But
1: Oh, nice. Yes. Very so interesting. It is very
0: interesting. Aw,
1: getting me ready and get it all excited. Exactly.
0: We when I was a kid, I I was born in Kansas City, but moved to Dallas when we were eight. When I was eight. And my dad always had a License plate with the Dallas Texans on the logo, you know, and I always, always like, well, that's just weird, you know, like, what's because we were like big Cowboys fans, and
1: yeah, yeah, anyway, so now I know. Oh, there you go, yes, it's exciting. I didn't know Lamar Hunt was from Dallas,
0: yes, and that's where Clark Hunt lives, and still,
1: oh, I didn't know that, yes,
0: yes, so not, um, not, not from around here, all right, so let's move on to.
1: Quick hits. Quick hits aren't going to be that quick. I know. <laughs> so there's a lot. A lot going on. Um, so, Chiefs made national news. Um, NFL players and owners defend national anthem protests as Trump calls for a boycott and people are calling for Clark Hunt to say something. Um, Has he? Not that I know of. I know Chris Connolly said something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was waiting. I was yes. checking. I didn't see anything Lots yet.
0: of teams have come forward with a statement. Supporting their players. Can not I say something? President. Yeah,
1: say it. Particularly for the Chiefs. Yeah. I, kneeling for the National Anthem and then also saying home of the Chiefs at the end of the... Right. I don't get how you can be mad at somebody kneeling when you're already kind of disrespecting the Anthem by saying that. Hypocritical.
0: Al- hypocrites.
1: It is. I feel like it is hypocritical. Yes. It's always bothered me that people said home of the Chiefs. Yes. I was kind of appalled the very first time I heard it because I didn't grow up here. Okay. The first time I heard it, I couldn't believe you can get that many people yes. being disrespectful. <laughs> like That's what my thought was. Right.
0: Okay. So let me tell you, the first time I went to a Chiefs game, so this is late 90s, I have come back to live in Kansas City and go to school here, been a Cowboys fan all through my tenure of being in Dallas, come back to Kansas City, my friend takes me to a Chiefs game, and we walk in, and the, and the National Anthem was happening right then. And they said the, chief, the home of the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and I got goosebumps. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know that's bad, yeah. but that was my reaction. I was like, wow, what in the heck? And I've never – that was my first professional football game. I've never been to – I never went to a Dallas Cowboys game while I was a fan. I mean, yeah. just, it just was too cost prohibitive. But um, it just totally, like, I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. And then all of them cheering during the defense yeah. i mean i was so like this place is crazy and awesome yeah so now since then, i get it i have changed my stance on that and have always felt like don't say that and i would never you know and i don't say it
1: but you know i think uh, there's i feel like that is worse than kneeling because i think kneeling is a silent protest yes and saying home of the chiefs is just a blatant yes i'm not gonna like i don't care right and I remember there was a big
0: push after the 9/11 game for like they were saying please don't say home with the Chiefs say home with the brave we were playing the Giants you know New York Giants what do so. we do uh, it was like half and half I, I mean, really yeah. know I, I mean there's lots of stuff and I, I don't I hate the tomahawk job I don't participate in that when I'm out there I think that's racist and so I you know it's just I, I think this is this is President Trump overreaching yes definitely not um not doing what needs to be done in terms of race relations in this country we're in a we're in a bad place and we need somebody that can speak to all people and not just to his little yeah base
1: if we honestly if we have listeners that think it's okay to say home of the Chiefs. I really just want to know I wanna understand yeah. why they think it's okay. Yeah. I'm open to hearing that. Yes. I just I haven't heard anybody say why it's okay. Right.
0: I mean, you know, I, I but I'm I, I say it's okay and just like I think it's okay to kneel or yeah. okay to do whatever. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, like you you can do what you want within the bounds of whether or not you're gonna get fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the government can't impede on your right to say it. So Anyway. I guess right.
1: why it's okay to do that but not the other. Right. right. I don't understand you that. You won't get anybody. I don't understand that. Okay. So, Kelsey's was also in the news, local news. Oh, no. For his antics. No, just his antics on the field. Oh, yeah. So He's got to grow up. Yeah, that made for an interesting interview later on ah. <laughs> when you're getting pressed on questions about that. I love it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Sporting Kansas City. Uh, was crowned Open Cup Woo-hoo! champions in the two to one win over the Red Bulls. Uh, Sporting Kansas City is the only MLS club with four major championships over the last six seasons, and manager Pete Vermes is also ju- becomes just the second coach to ever win an MLS Cup, which was in 2013, and three Open Cup titles in 2012, 15, and 17. Woohoo! So our team is awesome. We're awesome. Yep. And then Mike Moustakas breaks Steve Alboni's Casey Royals home run record with his 37th home run of the 2017 season. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Moose, he also wrote in the Players' Tribune, which I thought was just sweet as can be, um, on how the team still needs Kansas City and fans. Yeah. Because I feel like the fans have started to give up, and I'm, obviously I feel like the players are feeling that too. Yes. So yes. the fact that they had to write about it saying, you know what, right. I feel like, right. step it up. Yep. Um, and then Alex Gordon, arguably the worst position player in MLB, statistically. <laughs> Wait, but he's in my heart. Of course.
0: <laughs> I can't even, like, just reading that and hearing the, you say it makes me so sad. It
1: makes me sad, too. And he hits the 5,694th home run of 2017, setting a new record in the MLB. Boom. Right? I'm, like, the fact that it's him.
0: It's hilarious. And his
1: home run's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I feel I think it's. I think it's kind of cool because... I know he's been trying this season. He's just had a shitty season. Yes, yes. Anyway, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill will bring their soul to soul two to the con- to Sprint Center, which I didn't get to see. <laughs> uh, could have seen it for twenty two bucks, right? <laughs> LGBTQ students at Althaea Northwest say that they were harassed for our homecoming parade. Uh, Missouri prisons to go smoke free after double murderer wins in court. All right, let me just say. They weren't smoke free already. That's what that I was is thinking. just shocking to me. And maybe they were
0: just designated smoking areas, right? But it doesn't sound like it because the article I read, that guy was having to room with smokers. Oh, geez, yes, I'm
1: shocked. Th- I'm shocked. I'm shocked with everything we know about nicotine and the fact that they went to court for this. Like, they probably just should have done it. Yes, but anyway, yes, that's just as crazy to me. I know. Um. Yeah. Anyway, contract negotiations have stalled between KCTV5 and AT&T and the impasse threatened to drop KCTV5 from DirecTV and UVerse, both owned by AT&T. Oh. So I was just thinking, Chiefs, how, yeah. are, we gonna, how are they going to watch Chiefs? Right. Over the air, that's how. Uh, violence continues in Westport, late Saturday, leaving two victims shot. The shooting occurred at 2.46 a.m. near Westport Road and Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, police took the suspect in custody, which was good. Yes. St. Teresa's Academy in the news: Students playing beer pong, arranged the cups in the shape of a swastika, then posted pictures on Snapchat. There's like just so many things wrong with that sentence. Absolutely. One, they were drinking. Two, they were playing beer pong. Three, they did a swastika. Four, they put it on Snapchat. (laughs) Like, how many bad choices can you make in one moment? (laughs)
0: Yes, right. Welcome to the life of a 15-year-old girl. I know. Bad choice
1: central. I feel like if you're going to make a bad choice, just don't put it on Snapchat. Well, that's it. But you
0: know that, that this is a good lesson of saying you. You, know, you think snapchat will disappear no no
1: siree so anyway there is some outrage with the al- alumni because their punishment wasn't quite as harsh as yes some people think it should have been yes um reports say that sprint and t-mobile closing in on a merger deal mm. i feel like that's going to take jobs away from Kansas city so that yeah. makes me kind of sad no uh murder charge filed in case of kck woman killed in a crash while fleeing rapist i found that that case really interesting. Yeah, because she herself caused the crash, right. but because she was fleeing from right, you know. So it's going to be inter- interesting to just follow that. I think.
0: oh uh, there's like some law school question about that. That I uh there was some law school case about that, like what the chain is. Oh, murder really? It's going to be hard to meet. I think they'll. It have was to first be, degree murder too. It'll probably be manslaughter.
1: I I'm surprised they did. For I'm surprised they did. Well, they can try. always lower it. Yeah. Okay, Youth for Change stood across from the street from the Art Fair, Plaza Art Fair, taking or talking with passerbyers and handing out flyers about homeless teens, which I love. Yes. The fact that they were doing that. Sorry. Absolutely. And after a ten year hiatus, Central High School resurrects their marching band. Yeah. I thought that was kind of nice. Awesome. gate of to the arts. Um, Freebirds World Burrito chain pulls out of Kansas City area. See ya. Wouldn't I, want to be a, I, think I went there once. Me too. Just one time. I didn't like it as much as Chipotle, so... Yeah, I, hmm. Chipotle's my first choice. I know. And then congratulations to Allison Kennedy, who gave birth to a baby boy. Allison's husband is Ian Kennedy of the Kansas City Royals. Maybe he'll get better. Um, that's not his, I don't think it's his first. Well, well. I know. I have another
0: one to add. Yeah, uh, Andy Highland, a Kansas Cityan, appeared on Jeopardy this week, and while he didn't win, he got a question right about the Negro Leagues Museum.
1: Oh, is nice! Yeah, he got to answer a question about his hometown. Yes,
0: that's, that's nice. Yes, he's like he knew we would get tons of crap if he didn't get that right. So, for sure. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love oh, it. Oh, that's cool.
1: He didn't win. He did not win. Oh well, hey, to make it on Jeopardy, it's yes, kind of a big deal. It is a big deal for sure. For sure. All- <laughs>
0: All right, that sounds awesome. All right, let's talk about future follies. Future
1: follies, things that are going on this week. We have the annual, oh, first annual Westport Oktoberfest. Hmm. It starts Thursday, I know, September 28th, yep. after I just talked about a shooting there. Sorry, you should right. still go. <laughs> um, I thought this was interesting, too. Lenox, the public market, is hosting a pressure cooking oh. for beginners, and my sister just got a rice cooker, yes. which is an electric pressure cooker. Yes. Um, because I've always been scared of pressure cookers, yes. which is why I didn't have one. Right. So I thought that might be a nice one.
0: Hey, they have a pressure cooker uh, on sale at it's like an instapot knockoff at aldi for 39 bucks seriously and i would like it's been there for about three weeks and i keep thinking i should get this i should get this but then i'm like i just don't need another thing around my house that's my
1: debate but you know you can make beans like in 20 minutes like, yes. from a dry bean yes i feel yes. like that's amazing anyway exactly it gets me all excited all right go to aldi. i'm not even that good of a cook but it gets me so excited exactly <laughs> um the american royal uh, starts this Friday, 9.29. I'm kind of sad it wasn't with the barbecue, but whatever. I know, whatever. they messed up. 39th Annual Lewisburg Cider Fest, again, Saturday, Ready? September 30th. So if you didn't make it this weekend, you can go next weekend. Get out there for your donuts. The Great Pumpkin Fest at Worlds of Fun is running till 9th, or October 29th. Uh, this is a family-friendly event. There are all treats, no tricks. Nice. But also at Worlds of Fun yes. is... Halloween haunt. That is definitely not family-friendly. Friendly, I hear it's very scary. Yes. And uh, their hashtag is We Own Fear. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I took the kids last year for the oh, really? first time. Because we had season tickets last year. And it was good. It was nuts. There was a million people there. Oh, really? And we got there around four. So we got like the families leaving and then the you know, scary people coming in. So we had about two and a half hours to ride rides where it wasn't outrageous. But once we started going to the haunted houses, it was like, the lines are outrageous. Uh, The wait time is outrageous. I mean, I'm, yeah. And I I don't, I'm done. Why do I want to be scared? Why do I want to be scared? Were they scary? Yeah, they were scary. Whatever. Because I
1: hate to be scared. I'm not going. I'm scared. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The last Gordo Nation is this Thursday... Um, on the 28th at Coffin Stadium last two, I know. They'll be next year because we'll probably still have him.
0: Yes, we will definitely have him.
1: Uh, Union Station will be hosting the United States Army Chorus from Washington, D.C. on Friday, 9-29. I bet that's going to be lovely. I bet it is. And then Shawnee Fall Festival on Saturday and Sunday.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm missing all of that because I am trekking to Dallas to go to the Texas State Fair.
1: Yay. So I will
0: have all sorts of reports on my cholesterol going up uh, as I eat the crazy stuff that's offered at Didn't the fair. Didn't Oprah
1: go to that one? I don't know. Like Maybe. Two year, like a few years ago? Maybe. And it was like when the big food on a stick craze was yeah. Yeah. really just getting started. Yeah. Like yeah. getting all nuts. Well, and I
0: tried to look up prices because they have all of what is new this year. Oh, yeah? And... But I was trying to get an idea of how much money we're going to spend, and there's no prices. (laughs) So I'm (laughs) assuming everything is like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yes. But it's lots of deep-fried stuff, and, you know, I'm just going to maybe fast on Thursday. Good
1: call. (laughs) (laughs) So you're leaving on Friday, or are you going to be there? We're leaving on
0: Thursday and then come back sunday morning nice so it'll be great my sister lives in dallas my brother is in town from paris in dallas so my mother's going with us we're gonna have an awesome time
1: that is gonna be so great yeah okay take lots of pictures absolutely absolutely
0: all right all right so everybody have a wonderful week uh make sure you check out our facebook page we're posting things daily both good and bad about kansas city I'm sure that we're going to be talking about the airport here shortly. We're going to get that on the agenda. Yeah. Um, they got six weeks to get this election done, so it's a pretty no- short amount of time. I've not
1: seen a good marketing campaign start yet, so... Well, yeah, it, they started late. It's yeah, they late. did. Yeah. I feel like... and Oh, there's an article on our Facebook page now about are we losing Mojo, and is it because of the KCI project? Yes. I'm, so... Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting just circling back of... How the negotiations between Bartle and Hunt worked in total secret, sort of like what Mayor James and, and the person from Burns and McDonald were doing. And, you know, it's like a different era. You know, the transparency, yeah. we feel like, you know, we need the transparency, but that was a different era where it wasn't like 24 7.
1: I bet if we go back into Kansas City history, it's, there was a downside of that too, but I feel like there was an upside. We were way more efficient in getting some yes. shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like. Right. Let's talk right. about a committee for a while. Yes,
0: exact committee. All right, everybody have a great week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you very much.